What's going on, Cheeto Fingers? Have you ever noticed that when you fart underwater, doesn't matter if you're in a lake, an ocean, a bathtub, a hot tub, a kiddie pool, you know, doesn't matter, that when the bubble breaches the surface, it always smells the same? It's a new episode of Wrestling With Myself, myself being your host, Hacker Scotty O'Shea. It's May 2-4 weekend, except it's not the holiday weekend. It's Saturday, May 26th, the year of our Lord, 2018. The long weekend was last weekend. I thought it was this weekend. Well, obviously, it caught on last weekend when I was off Monday. But leading up to this month, I always thought this was the long weekend. But I was, um, I was corrected because May 2-4 weekend actually fell on May 19th. Kane's favorite day, the Royal Wedding Day. I guess that all makes sense now that I think about it. Royal Wedding was on Saturday. We had Monday off. Yeah, sure. That makes fucking sense. I'm back. Uh, it's been a while since the last episode. I know I say this fucking every time, but again, I was waiting for the last episode to be uploaded that as I'm recording this, the episode 101 that I recorded like a week and a half ago, two weeks ago, is still not online. So any complaints from here on out about me not releasing a podcast, don't message me, don't tweet me, because you can be sure that I at least have one in the chamber ready to be uploaded. It's in Matt Grant's hands. It's with the Weekly Wrestling Podcast just waiting to be sent up into the iCloud and be downloaded into all of your cell, cell phones. Um, and I get, uh, I start feeling, you know, selfish, constantly messaging them, being like, hey man, can you upload this podcast? And I feel bad that every podcast now I have, I have to talk about this. But yeah, just message him, just give him a reminder if you're looking for a new podcast, and chances are he'll have one, if not two, new ones, and that's why it's taking so long to get them out, not because I'm delaying on recording them, it's, well, that is exactly why, but I'm delaying on recording them because I'm waiting for the last one I did to show up online. But it's Saturday, I got fuck all to do this weekend, uh, there's a bunch of wrestling happening, but I'm off, and that was kind of by design, kind of not, like I said, I thought it was the long weekend. And uh, I typically try to keep long weekends a little easier because me and uh, Rosalyn don't spend a lot of time together. So I always try to dedicate long weekends to her because she usually gets them off for whatever reason. She rarely gets weekends off, but long weekends, she seems to get the holiday, obviously, and usually uh, the Saturday and the Sunday. But I fucked up this weekend. And uh, so I took no bookings thinking it was the long weekend. And it wasn't. Except tomorrow... NSW and Alpha One is in Hamilton. I won't be there because I have a charity walk for cystic fibrosis. I do that every year with her family. There's a bunch of her, not a bunch, there's like a handful, one or two, possibly three people in her family that suffer from it. I'm still not exactly sure what it is. I've done this walk. This could be my seventh year, sixth or seventh year. I'm not sure what cystic fibrosis is. I know it's pretty shitty. I think it's basically... It's almost like you're in a constant state of pneumonia or something in your lung. I, I read it once. It was on like, I remember taking the city bus and one of the advertisements in like above the windows was a cystic fibrosis. I guess not advertising it, but advertising, I don't know, donations or something. And basically it said it feels like you're constantly drowning. And that sounds horrible. As a man who's never drowned or never wants to drown, uh, being a constant state of drowning sounds pretty shitty. So we do this 10K walk every year. We w raise some money, and then we eat some hot dogs. And then there's always a magician that shows up. So really, it's win-win for us. Get a little exercise, and we get to admire a little uh, a little show. And the one year, they brought in a guy. He looked identical to the Monopoly man, and he was a really bad magician. He had to be. Uh, it feels like when he was 14 years old, he got a magic set. He's like, oh, I always wanted to be a magician. And then the Great Depression happened, and then his parents put him to work. And then he could never practice his magician skills. And then when he finally retired at age 78, he decided I'd be a magician and got back on it. But he was no better at 80 years old as he was at 14. So he looked the part. He looked like David Copperfield's great-great-grandfather. But he wasn't that great. Like he did the balls in the cup trick that people in Mexico and stuff do on the side of the road. It's like the world's oldest magic trick. Except you could see where the balls were hiding at all times. 
you know, at one point, you just make it look like a ball's under the cup when you raise it when really it was just hiding behind the cup. But the ball he had, it was tinfoil. It was a giant tinfoil ball. It was larger than the cup, so you could see it there at all points. And uh, I remember it was really windy, and he tried to do a card trick. And uh, the card trick, it ended with, I can't remember exactly how it went, but at some point it was like he made a little card house, like a three-story card house. And uh, at some point it was, uh, he'd take a card, he'd throw that card. I'm only assuming this is how the trick ended, because this is how he had it set up. But the wind blew the card house over. But yeah, he'd throw a card, and I guess it would hit the card that somebody picked. And then he did the three rings, and you put the three rings together. You know, you you hit them together, and like, oh, they're solid steel, and then all of a sudden they're connected. Except when he was done with the trick, he did that one right, but you got to remember, like, this isn't no big production. We literally did a giant walk around this giant park, like really big park, and then it's just kind of like a community uh, barn in the middle of this giant park. I think it's in Cambridge, right? And that's where the barbecue happens. That's where the uh, community bathrooms are and whatnot. So his background, he's literally set up with just a giant pine tree behind him. I guess that was his way to break it to block people from seeing behind him because that can blow a lot of tricks. So whatever, he did this ring trick and it was great. He did it, fucking nailed it. And then he, like all he had he showed up with a suitcase and then a little, like, I don't know, ancient Greek little podium look like. That was his set. That's the only thing he had for, like, theatrics. And that's just where he would put... That was basically what he used as his tabletop. So he finished this ring uh, trick. And then he hung the rings just on part of the pine tree right behind him. Except he hung it so you could see... On, I think it was two of the rings, you could see like the half-inch gap that they weren't a complete ring. I don't know if the kids saw it. I saw it, and I started out, and I was like, You're a fucking phony! Get off the grassy knoll, Ebenezer! I didn't say any of that. But so I got that to do tomorrow. Today, I got fuck all. It's been beautiful. Woke up to some really weird news. A girl I went to high school with, a cute girl, the big rumor about her, I won't release her name, but I remember the big rumor about her She's, she was a good-looking girl. She was, like, super short, but, she, like, her ass was just, like, boom! It looked like her jeans were always just about to, like, rip off, like, Incredible Hulk shirt because it was just there at all points. And I don't know if it was big. It could have just been an average-sized ass, but compared to the height and, like, physical stature she was at, it just looked like... It, she had, like, a big mama's house ass on, like, a four-foot-eight snooky-looking girl. But it was, like, well-kept. At least in those Hollister navy blue jeans, it looked well-kept. I don't know. You could have taken it off, and it was pancake-ass for all I knew. But while she was wearing it, because yoga pants weren't really a thing when I was in high school. Maybe they were, but they weren't like they were now. But, yeah, she had a juicy badonkadonk. But the big rumor about her was uh, she got fisted in the Quiznos bathroom. So that's really all I knew about her for the longest time. I knew of her. But I woke up today, uh, I guess she, um, I don't know, we're all, I think she's a year younger than me, so she's like 26, 27, I don't know, something like that. But we're all like adult age now. And uh, she married, she had a kid, beautiful little family, and I guess her husband died somehow. And like, he was a good looking dude, I felt really bad. It's just uh, wild. And then uh, I hung out with some real life friends last night. And they were telling me another kid we went to high school with. I didn't fucking know him. But he was like three years younger than me. And he died of a heart attack. While he was, I believe he was roofing, reshingling his newly bought house with his dad. Dies of a heart attack. Like, goddamn. I know we're getting older, but it doesn't mean we're old. And did I ever tell you when I had that heart attack scare last year? I'm sure I did. I'm not going to go back into it because it was dumb. And it led to nothing. By the way, if I get a little... Uh, sidetracked it's because i got the best of the super juniors from this year on on mute on the tv right beside me as i record so i'm currently watching Kushida versus uh marty Skrull. so if i just go off on a daze and stop talking mid-sentence attribute it to that or just attribute it to me uh looking for a word to say so yeah i woke up to that that's not the greatest thing to wake up to on uh saturday morning but it, it's funny because i was gonna planning on talking about 
I know a lot of really good looking girls I went to high school with, and they all kind of, they run in the same class. They're very athletic looking. Um, they gave me no time of day, that's for sure. But very like good looking, blonde haired, blue eyes, like lean, uh, good morals, religious, probably love taking it in the ass. You know, like all those stereotypical Christian beliefs. I have like five or six of them that I went to high school with, that I always liked. You know, it's not hard to like these kind of girls. And, uh, I don't think I ever really talked to them. If we did, it was just, like, it was vague talking to. I was always the weird guy in high school because, uh, I'd do anything for a laugh, which is great for my men male friends. You know, they'd be like, hey, Kurt, why don't you fucking just helicopter your wiener on top of the atrium stairs so the whole school sees you. Like, I, I could be talked into, and it would make all my male friends laugh, but the females were just like, who is that guy, and why isn't anyone calling the cops? So, uh, I think most people knew of me, but, like, I got along with everyone, I, but we weren't friends. And that goes to say with most of these girls... But I tried to go to prom with one, even though she was like four years younger than me. I was almost there, too. I think she actually invited me. But uh, it rolled on WrestleMania. No, no, that's wrong. She asked me on WrestleMania weekend. I remember. Oh, that's right. That's right. She asked me to go to prom with her. As we were watching WrestleMania, I was at Cody Shore's house, WrestleMania 27. And uh, she said she needed an answer. She needed an answer immediately, and I didn't look up at my phone until the end of the main event, and or something like that, and, uh, yeah, so I couldn't go with her, so I lost my chance there, but all, getting back on track, all these girls, they're gorgeous, you know, athletic, good family life, like, their whole families are good looking, and I have noticed there's a serious issue going on with these good looking girls marrying and going off the market with these just man, I know I'm rough around the edges, I get it, I get, I get that I'm not everyone's cup of tea, um, but like, man, they all go after the same fucking khaki short looking long sleeve button up Hollister shirt wearing hair is like the cadet cut and it's seriously thinning out looking fucking, have you ever seen people and their teeth are so good, are so nice and white, but they're a little horsey, you know, it's like they're. They're about a quarter inch too long, and it's like they floss too often to the fact where it's just like there's, they're almost creating gaps in their teeth because they're so well taken care of. You know what I'm talking about? Where it's like their teeth don't meet, and in between each tooth, it's not a gap, but it's like a black hole. It's like almost dark. It looks almost worse. It looks like somebody took a Sharpie and just divided each tooth, you know, with one straight line. And just all these guys, like, it's like they're not photogenic at all. And this is coming from a unphotogenic fuck as myself. And it's just, I don't know what it is. We've lost, at my count right now, out of the five girls, we've lost three of them. And at the rate we're going, the next two are going to be KIA any minute now. And know what the funny thing is? I think all five of them, three of them are related. And all five of them are best friends. So maybe it's just something in that house. I don't know. Maybe it's something in the family. Maybe there's a little incest going around and it's worked out. But just like, Jesus Christ. I've been maliciously lurking this girl, this one girl, because she just got married and she's on her honeymoon now. And like, I'm watching and I'm just like, God damn it. You're a 10. I'm 11. A 12. And you're going out with this guy. They're, but you know, just looking at him, you know he's the nicest fuck ever. He's probably good at racquetball or something, you know. He plays water polo. You know, he has his own horse named fucking Bernice. I don't know, something. You just know he's like a very nice dude that I'm probably, um, I'm probably making up my own. Well, for sure, I've never even met the dude, but I'm making up my own assumptions about him and... It's just like, God damn it. You're the most average looking fuck. How are you getting these guys? 
I'm average, and I'm not even talking to these girls. I never did. How are you marrying them? And they're all giving them these giant fucking rings. Christ! Maybe I'm projecting. Maybe all my insecurities I'm projecting on them because I'm... I'm, um... I don't know. Maybe I'm, a, I'm just a small man in a bit bigger man's body with love handles, and I'm just projecting my insecurities onto them. I don't fucking know. The one girl, I gotta stop myself because every time, I'm the worst with name dropping. I always want to say the people's names. If I know your name and I'm talking about a story, I just want to say your name. Not because I want to name drop you, it's just that that keeps the story moving forward. So I always have to stop myself from bringing that up. But I remember the one girl, like, I've had interactions with them all. They know me, I'm sure they do, I know them. If we ever saw each other out, we'd give each other a nice wave, but if it came to actually talking to each other, we'd have no idea what to talk about. I'd be like, oh, so um, you're still female and blonde, and they'd be like, yeah, and you're still wrestling, I guess? And I'd be like, yep, and that would be it, about it for the conversation. I remember the one time I was at the gym, I was just sitting on one of the uh, benches, and this girl walked in, and she walked in with her equally hot sister, who's one of the unmarried ones yet, so her, there's still potential there. And I remember uh, we just kind of gave each other uh, a smile and a hello. Maybe, no, I don't even think we did, because I remember texting my friends right after this happened. Maybe we gave each other a look, and that look as in like, hello, I realize you're not a stranger and we've met somewhere. But it wasn't really uh it wasn't like anything more than that. And I remember I'm in front of the free weights just sitting down. I just finished something. I'm trying to look cool, so I'm probably sitting up as straight as possible, puffing out my chest, you know. Maybe crossing my arms in a way that my hands can push up my biceps so I look bigger than I am. I don't know. I'm probably doing something fucking embarrassing. And she walks in front of me. And, like, it's a good-sized gym. The free weights run, I don't know, 20 yards long with a wall mirror running the same length, and there's benches beside me, you know, and the area between the bench where I'm sitting at and the free weights, it's probably three feet, right? This girl gets one of the free weights in front of me. No big deal, you know, she needed that, she needed that weight, and she begins doing dumbbell, like, uh, it was like uh, dumbbell deadlifts right in front of me. And when I say right in front of me, I mean by the time she got to 90 degrees, her cornhole was no further than 12 inches from my nose. No further. I mean, like, if she farted, it would have blown my hat and my hair back. And I was just, I remember I just sat there... And it was one of those things where it's like, by the time she came out of the change room and came over to the free weights, I had moved. I was kind of hunched over, you know, elbows on my knees, probably just gasping for air without it making looking, without trying to make it look like that. Just gasping for air. She comes over, she grabs a weight. So I'm like hunched over, I guess, a little bit. I'm trying to reenact it. You know, my, ar my back's a little arched. You know, I'm bent over a little bit. And she's just deadlifting right in front of me and I remember I was just like I thought how awkward it was I know that she isn't blind you know like I know this girl I know she's not blind I know she's not mute I know she's not deaf I know she's not autistic like she's all there she's realizing what she's doing and she's currently bent over so close to my face that I could literally see through her four-way stretch lycra bicycle shorts and basically see up her asshole to what she ate for breakfast. Like, it was that close. So I remember I just sat there and I was just like, I didn't enter this awkward situation. She did. So I'm just going to sit in here and, like, you know, marinate in it and see where it goes. And she just did three sets right in front of me. I don't think I fucking moved. I couldn't even see the mirror. And she's not like a skinny girl. Or, sorry, she's not a big girl. She's a skinny girl. So it's not like she's got this giant ass. And put it this way, her ass... Like, if somebody was standing directly in front of her with a sniper rifle and was trying to take me out with a headshot, all they could see was maybe my legs. Maybe. You know, I was like the master of disguise hidden right inside her asshole. And that's the latest one we've lost. 
and it's sad, and uh, yeah, there's only two more left, and I have a feeling the sister is gonna, you know, tie the knot awfully soon, and then there's only one, but you know, we can always hope for divorce, and they, they could make a great second wife for me if they get sick of these dudes that are well-kept financially, you know, they're all in like, not great shape, but they have like running as a hobby for them, you know, those weirdos. You know, they've spent, like, far too much money on their mountain bikes. Those kind of guys. They wear hiking shoes in everyday life. It's those kind of guys. So if they ever want to, you know, taste a little different flavor and come over to me, a guy who owns a fleshlight and has love handles and I don't fucking know, likes to fantasy fight in his underwear every weekend, if they want to try a little bit of that nostalgia, a little bit of that high school flavor... You know, just come knocking at my door. You'd make a great second wife. Who knows? You might make a great first wife if this one gets fed up with me. Who knows? Did you guys see the video of um, that lady dropping a big old walnut crunch in the Tim Hortons in, like, Saskatchewan or something like that? That was amazing. If only that video had sound, but I think the mystery of it not having sound actually make makes it a little more um, interesting. Because, like, I don't know the story. I didn't read up about it. When you see a video like that, I don't have to do any more research. Uh, I heard it was because she had to use the shitter and they wouldn't let her because it was customers only. And they needed... I don't know. The one Tim Hortons by my parents' house, you had to go ask the cashier for the washroom key because I don't know if people were having underage sex or doing lines of coke or, I don't know, and certain timbits in their assholes. I don't know what they were doing in there. But that washroom was on lockdown like, like Alcatraz. And nothing's more embarrassing than walking up, you know, waiting in the queue. The line for and Tim Hortons with all these people waiting to get their double-doubles and their Boston creams. And then it's your turn to get up. And they're like, hey, how may I help you? And you're like, yeah, i got to drop a giant hog in your plumbing. Can I have the key to do so? That's fucking embarrassing. So I don't know what the story was that set this lady off, but all I know is Tim Hortons is like, I don't know, maybe it's the ones I go into, but there's people that go in there, and then there's people that hang out in there, and the people that hang out in there all have a certain look to them. I probably don't have to describe it. You'll know. They're usually wearing some kind of dirty NASCAR hat, and... um Maybe jeans that are ill-fitting. Um, what else could I say to describe it? Um, like, they still wear the Randy River pants. Which is fine. I remember them being comfortable as shit. Um, maybe they have a rough, wa rough Riders. Not the CFL team. Like, the Ja Rule production company or whatever it was. Uh, sweatshirt on. That's obviously too stained and unwashed to be wearing in public. You know, just those people. She didn't look like one of them. She looked like she just got out of hot yoga. You know, she was in good shape. I think she was okay looking. I'm going to point her around 45 to 50 years old. You know, uh, she was wearing leggings. You know, she looked good, looked tight. And uh, she got an argument and just dropped trout and tell me about it. Like, fuck, she had one in the chamber. I'm a power pooper myself. I don't typically take a lot at a time. But, like, even when I get on the throne, there ta you take that minute of rest and relaxation and let your body just, like, okay, here we are. We are allowed to do whatever we may do now. And now just let's, like, you know. Let's empty the lines type deal. This girl goes and not in, she doesn't even go in like a squat. She just goes in like a bent over. She's basically in the same position that this girl was when she was deadlifting in front of me and just drops. She drops trowel. Those Lulus come right down. And before the Lulus are even at the point where she needs them to be, she's prairie dogging already. And this bad boy just comes out like one solid piece. It almost looks fake. You know, like there's no shrapnel at all. So she drops trout and then she shits. It looks like the poop emoji. Like it's the most perfect looking shit. I've never seen a shit that looked cute. And I saw that and I was like, oh, look at that little thing. And then she grabs some napkins, wipes her ass, 
uh, thank God, you know, because you don't want to put Lulu's back on with mud butt going on, because then you're just trailing it. But that that turd came out so clean. I doubt there was any. Uh, I doubt there was any remnants or skid marks in that crime scene at all. That looked clean. Like you could probably, you could probably lick her muffler and have no idea that she just gave birth to the big old big brown shark a minute ago because it came out it was just it was amazing and then she uh wipes her ass and then my favorite part is she wipes her hands because she's still hygienic even though she just publicly defecated and then she picks up the turd and it's like a long turd if we were to straighten it out i'd say it's a solid 10 to 12 inches if not more like if she was playing the touchdown game she would have hit it you know, she would have had a touchdown if she was actually in the toilet. And then she picks up the turd and throws it like a frag grenade. And after she throws it, you look on the ground. Again, no remnants, nothing. It was like it Dexter cleaned that up. There was no evidence that anyone just had fecal matter on the floor. It was fucking unbelievable. I watched that video so many goddamn times, and I love the the fact that the people in the background, like I'm, uh, I understand there's no sound, but I imagine it got somewhat noisy, you know, even just the cashier or whoever she was arguing with, just be like, "Excuse me, ma'am, please don't shit on the floor." Like it doesn't even have to be that loud, but when you hear a sentence like that, your ears perk up like a German Shepherd, and uh, you're gonna start looking around, you know. And the people in the back backyard, maybe they were the people I was referencing beforehand, you know, the Tim Hortons hangers-outers. And uh, maybe it was just a normal day for them. They didn't think anything of it. Maybe they just finished doing that at the local 7-Eleven or McDonald's or something. So they didn't think it was a big deal. But man, did they uh, no-sell that completely. They didn't even act like they gave a shit. And this girl certainly gave a shit. I recently, uh, I'm getting back into gaming. As soon as I finish this, I'll probably get on Xbox again. Add me. My gamer tag is the Curtastrophe. T H E C U R T A S T R O P H E. I downloaded Fortnite forever ago. It was around Christmas, and I sucked at it. Like most things, I suck at video games. But like, my brother was putting it over to me. Like it was a good game. It was kind of like Call of Duty, but a little cartoony. You know, and it's like, oh, that's fun. He said it was free, which is always a good selling point. So uh, I downloaded it, and I died instantly every time, and then it took me like three minutes to get back into another game, and then I'd die again. So I got really fed up. I stopped playing it. And then I kept seeing Demetrius Johnson, uh, the UFC 125-pound champion, Mighty Mouse. I guess he Twitch streams him playing this game all the time, and it's like super sweet graphics, and it looks more like Call of Duty. Like, it's very realistic, and I'm a big first-person shooter kind of guy. And uh, I know I never watched Twitch, by the way. I don't want you thinking I'm one of those people that watch Twitch because I don't even understand what it is. I just kept seeing videos on Reddit and whatnot. So I looked into it and I found out it's PUBG, uh, which stands for Players Unknown Battleground or Players... Yeah, Players Unknown Battleground. So I downloaded it. And then, uh, yeah, fuck, I suck at that game too, but it's a lot of fun. I really suck at it, though. And then I started playing Fortnite again. I still suck at that. I prefer the Fortnite gameplay. But I don't like the whole building aspect to it. Every time I see somebody, and I see them before they see me, so I actually have a chance to shoot them. They just build a fucking staircase in front of me, and then I can't see them, and then they shoot me. Whereas PUBG, I see somebody, and uh, I try to shoot them. And I just never kill them. And then they, like, snipe me. I only recently realized and found out. So I'd, like, I'd get, like, a machine gun. And then I'd find a scope for this machine gun. And I'm just assuming, okay, next time I try to, like, go to aim, my scope will be on my machine gun. And then I can shoot people. And then that never happened. So I had to look up, how do I equip this scope on my machine gun? That took me forever to figure out, because like I said, I'm no hacker. I'm a fucking idiot when it comes to any technology. And uh, so I finally learned how to equip 
my attachments. And then when I did that, I went to aim, and I'm still not looking through the scope. And then I had to find out, oh, I don't hold left trigger, I just tap left trigger. And it's just, I'm so bad at it. But altogether, I've probably played 10 hours, and I may have 10 kills at this point. I made it to the final five once, and it's because the minute I landed, um, I parachuted out. I basically landed in the middle of the map, and I uh, landed, not in the town, but there's a few houses. I got a bunch of good weapons and shit. I got a helmet, got a bulletproof vest, got a backpack, got a bunch of medical supplies, you know, bunch of ammo. And I basically just crawled around for 48 fucking minutes until finally that inner circle that you have to stay in was around me. Like, I just lucked out. <coughs> so I never had to move far, and I just waited in the tall grass to kill people and I think I got two people until one person was right on top of me and I didn't notice and just with a pistol which is super embarrassing and just gave me one right behind the ears and that was it for me but I'm into that so add me on fucking PUBG if you got it because I'm really enjoying that that's been a lot of fun lately what else am I doing what else of friends last night like I said had another cigar oh Rosslyn isn't happy with this cigar thing not at all I think I lie to her more now than ever because when I have a cigar, I always try to hide it, you know? I gargle my mouth with lemon juice afterwards, I floss, I brush, I use mouthwash, I do whatever, but she can still smell it all in you. It's hard to hide that. If you have any tips on how to hide cigar smell, please tell me because I wash up like I'm in a fucking Greek bath hostel afterwards and I cannot get the smell off me. And then sometimes I'll be like, I'll smell myself, I'll be like, oh, fucking nailed it. And then just something will happen, and I'll get a whiff of myself, and it smells like, uh, it smells like I was just in a cigar factory. But man, is it so fun. I've had, I've had some of the best conversations I think I've ever had in these past three months. My entire life over these past three months, having cigars with buddies and just having, having a good time. For whatever reason, it opens you up. Maybe it's because you're not looking at each other, you can admire the cigar. And guys don't like looking at each other in the eyes. I don't know if that's true. It sounds like it, though. So uh, people just open up. My friends have told me things I don't want to know about them, don't need to know about them, but I appreciate them opening up. And I, uh, I don't think I've really opened up because I open up every day and I don't really have anything to... Uh, like, my opening up would be like... What could I say that would surprise someone? I don't know. I can't think of anything. I'm trans. <coughs> I don't know. But yeah, it's been fucking great. Um, Jesus Christ, I'm coughing here. Give me a second. Time out. <coughs> Got a fucking frog in my throat right now. Holy moly. Sorry, sorry. I'm trying to get back on track here. Oh. I think I'm back. Pretty stoked for uh, Darren Till versus Wonderboy Thompson tomorrow, even though I'm at this charity walk. I was hoping it was tonight to watch it on UFC, but it's tomorrow at like 1 p.m. And I love afternoon cards, except when I'm doing charity fucking walks, and I'm going to miss it. But I'm super stoked for that. I hope everyone enjoys UFC as much as me. With UFC and pro wrestling... Man, you don't have a second of the day where something's not on to watch. Especially with, like, the Super Juniors on right now and, like, the 38,000 hours of weekly programming WWE gives you. Like, my favorite thing to watch right now is the Bruce Pritchard podcast on WWE Network. I never listen to it, but, like, I genuinely look forward to Wednesdays now to get home and watch something else to wrestle with. I love it. I love Conor and Thompson, except... I kind of hate him at the same time, but I think he, I think that's like the look and a persona he kind of brings on. He's an asshole, but he gets the good questions out of you. But fuck, it's so good. And like NXT 205 Live, man, there is so much good stuff happening. And last week I watched, I introduced Rosslyn to, uh, we watched Field of Dreams one night. And then what did we watch? The, oh, A League of Their Own. The next night, I was on a bit of a baseball movie kick. Maybe tonight we'll watch The Sandlot or uh, 
Major League. I should show her Major League. Oh, that's such a good movie. And yeah, god damn, life is good right now, man. I got nothing to say. The other day I came home and there's a bit of a soft spot on my porch, you know, because I live in a hundred year old house and whoever built everything in this house was Helen Keller's fucking brother, I think. Equally dumb, equally deaf, and equally fucking blind. <coughs> Nothing is square, you know. Everything is just made to be functional but not work right, which I guess is fine. But when it comes to the time to repair things, you just run into so many goddamn problems. But the, since the day we moved in, we knew we'd have to replace the porch because there was like a soft spot in it. It's a wood porch. And just at this one point where you run, or where you walk onto it, like right in front of the door, it's just like you'd feel the wood flexing more than a flex. It's like, okay, if I was to jump on this, it would just break entirely. So the other day I got home, I think it was Wednesday I got home, and I put my foot through it. So I decided, hey, it's Wednesday, it's 4.30, I'm just going to rebuild a new fucking porch right now. Steve was on his way over to record a podcast. He shows up, drives by the house, and I'm outside, and I was like, yeah, we're going to have to do this another day, because I'm currently being Tim the Toolman Taylor and... Uh, replacing my deck boards. So I did that the other day. It was fun. I enjoy getting stuff done. That was like, that was one of those things, the honey on the honey do list that I've been putting off forever. And I kind of just went into it and did it one day. So it's nice that it's off the list. But like when I pulled the boards up, structurally, some of the cross boards were rotted. Uh, the one right, right in the front, right by the actual, because there's cement stairs leading up to this wooden porch there's been no wrestling talk on this fucking podcast by the way I'm, i apologize but yeah the one support beam with the um the one support beam right by the stairs that one's pretty rotted out but all the other three are fine so i was like oh fuck it i'm not gonna replace it plus it's wednesday i can't be using power tools at 10 30 at night on a weeknight like i have to do this fairly quick and i had already lifted all the boards so now the mailman can't even give us mail or anything we can't go out the front door so this is like i have to get this done tonight type deal so uh i bought new boards and whatnot a couple hundred bucks in new boards and uh it's not even the wood that's expensive. I understood the wood was going to be expensive. Like, the fucking screws. God damn, two and a half inch screws. I bought, like, 500 and It was, like, $68 or something. Actually, Ross bought it. I sent her over because I was too busy pulling shit up. So she might have got the most expensive ones for all I know. But it was just like, God damn it. So I laid out new boards and whatnot. And, yeah, nothing square on this house. So I had it all set out. Before I screwed it on, I had all the boards laid out, spaced out properly, you know. If you're ever uh, laying down boards for a deck or anything, uh, if you're ever wondering how much space you have to leave in between boards for them to breathe, you know, uh, use the, the screws you're using, put them in between the boards and use that as a spacer. That's a, that's a little trick right there. Everybody probably knows that, but if I say it to you and you don't know, you think I'm a genius. So I got all the boards uh, out and then I realized, and she got, like when, sorry, when I went to Lowe's and I got all the wood I got it all cut to length you know so I buy an eight foot board I got it cut to 69 and a half inches or whatever because that's the measurement it was but of course nothing on this house is square and the two brick walls I'm aligning it with aren't isn't square at all so like where the boards end it's hard to explain but there's almost like a staircase effect because the boards are cut at 90 degrees but they're not sitting at 90 degrees they're not sitting square so like the one ed the one corner of each board would be hanging off I don't know probably an eighth of an inch and it was just like constant the entire way so it gives you that staircase effect so that's driving me insane because I'm a big believer if you're going to do something just do it fucking right and I feel like I didn't do it right and I screwed it all in before I really noticed but whatever we're going to paint that son of a bitch we're going to try to hide it all we're trying to get this house looking nice so when we, when we inevitably break up and we have to split, you know, we get some good fucking money out of it. I still got the back deck to do. And that's going to be a nice thousand dollar job, minimal. But whatever, we spent enough time out there. I'm just trying to fucking kill time at this point. It feels like I've been talking forever and I'm only at 39 minutes. I have to slow down my speech. I know I say that every goddamn time. Let's talk about wrestling though. What's fun to talk about? What's hot right now? Who's hot? 
what good matches did I watch? Um, I watched something good. I'm on a big Jonathan Gresham kick right now. Uh, I love that guy. I've been watching some old uh, Volkan. Volkhan. If you don't know who he is, check him out. Um, uh, what else did I watch? I've watched so much good stuff, it kind of runs in together. Uh, I'm trying to keep up with more Impact stuff, but like, like I said, there's just too much shit going on right now to add another promotion to watch. It's fucking hard. Uh, I'm about to watch after this. I want to watch the David Starr versus Walter match. I'm excited for that. I got Matt Riddle versus Osprey that I want to check out from, I think, OTT in Dublin. Is Osprey one of the best fucking guys going right now? Like, I understand you might not like his style. He might do too much. It might be a little too flashy. But goddamn, that guy, he almost never botches. And everything he does is, like, he's too crisp. Like, I used to think Ricochet was too crisp. Ricochet is crisp in a way of, like, I don't know. It looks intentional. And when he doesn't, when he wants to look like a ragdoll and get thrown around, he can't. Osprey is almost too gifted, and everything he does looks too perfect. But, like, that is a problem I wish I had. Because when I look like a ragdoll, like, when I try to look, when I'm getting thrown around and I'm trying to look like a stuntman taking a bump and stuff, I don't look nearly, like, I don't even know how to explain it. I look literally like I don't know what I'm doing. In a bad way. I literally look like, oh my god, he's going to get hurt. Not like, oh, that's a good working bump. No. They're just, he's fucking phenomenal. And uh, I just hope he doesn't break down. Because the matches he has, he hits all his shit every fucking match. He does something crazy every fucking match. Nails it. He does like, like a Sasuke special. Like many of us would do a fucking international spot. Grab a head, throw me off, shoulder block, drop down, leapfrog, hip toss. You know, if you want to add a little more to it. Hip toss, body slam, drop kick. The old Jeff Jarrett special. But this guy just goes crazy. He's unbelievable. There's so much good wrestling right now. It's, it is insane. I was hoping Money in the Bank would be tomorrow too. So I could watch that. But no, I don't even think it's for like another two weeks. Because Money in the Bank's always a fucking crazy good crazy good show. CM Punk's fighting again. I got nothing to really add to that. I think that's next month. June or July against uh, Mike Jackson, a guy who's 0-1. Or 1-0 versus 0-1. That'll be fun. I don't know what else to say, man. I feel like I had a bunch to talk about and I feel like I blew through it. Let's go on Reddit right here and see uh, on the front page, see what there is to talk about. Um, Nagano98 saw NHL All-Stars at the Olympic Games for the first time, but it was a group of unknown players. For, I don't fucking care. Nagano98, Tara Lipinski, she was a figure skater. I used to have the biggest crush on her ever. She was one of the first girls that I cranked it to without ever, like, one of the first fully dressed girls that I was, like, look at pictures of. I'm going to look her up right now. Tara Lipinski. I don't know. I went to a, a store once and I found, uh, it was around Valentine's Day. Because I think that would have been when, that would have been when the 98 Olympics was, around February. Because it was Winter Olympics. And I found like this ring and this red heart. And I remember I got it. I asked my mom to buy it for me. Because at this time I was seven or eight years old. And she did. And my stream just died on me. What the hell's going on? Play. Sorry. She did, and I had all intentions of sending it to Tara Lipinski in, uh, as a token of my love to her. And I remember I got it, and my mom was like, yeah, whatever you fucking want to do. And she bought it for me. And I didn't know how to send a package at this time, right? Does anybody, really? So I just took a normal, like, envelope and tried to mush it in there with, I don't even know how or where I got a any kind of address, but I had it, and I realized it didn't fit in the envelope, so what I did, I took two envelopes, and basically sandwiched, oh, sorry, sandwiched them together, and just stuffed the ring in there, and uh, I think I, I, wherever, I found some kind of address, and I told my mom to send it to her, and I'm pretty sure she never did, because she never wore it, but looking at her now, Tara Lipinski, she's cute, she's got a little bit of a shovel face, 
know she's 35 years old now. Looking back at Nagano, she's okay. You know, uh, she's got a little bit of uh, the Olsen twins in her. She's also got a little bit of, uh, if you break up with me, I'll chop off your fucking dick look to her. Yeah, her her parents definitely beat the shit out of her. Oh, she's weird. Who's that? Johnny Weir? She almost looks like a drag queen. I'll be. I'll admit it. 98, Tara Lipinski. Uh, you're not doing too much for me anymore. 2018, though, she's treating her good. She's part of the itty-bitty-titty committee, but I'm fine with that. You know? I got no probs with that at all. Don't know what I saw, though. That's a shame. All right, what else do we talk about? According to research, there are four types of drunks. The Hemingway, whose personality doesn't change a bit. The Mary Poppins, those who get sweeter and happier. The Nutty Professor, who become more social. And Mr. Hyde, who becomes more hostile and less responsible around boobs. 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 I have nothing to add to that because I've never been drunk. But, uh, you know, I hope, I hope you're the Mary Poppins or the Nutty Professor. Or the Hemingway, all three. Don't be the fucking asshole that becomes, um, that needs a babysitter all night without realizing it. Because that's the worst. I might go see Deadpool tonight. That should be what we do. Since it's hotter than balls outside. Thank God my air conditioning works, by the way. Those people that live without air conditioning, God bless you. For as shitty as this house is, like... We may have one of the best working AC units ever. It's too cold in here. But the actual AC unit that's outside looks like it was made with the dinosaurs. It's ready to implode at any point. But I just don't touch it because it works like a goddamn charm. And uh, there's a few things in this house where, like, uh, where the main water pipe is that comes into the house. It's in the basement. And uh, it comes in vertically for whatever reason. And it looks like it's about to rust out and leak. And we're going to have... It's going to be like the Poseidon Adventure in this basement at any point. So, like, we literally don't touch it. We made a perimeter around it with, like, boxes and just, like, shit. So nobody touches it. Because it looks like at any point... Uh, it could be like a U571 type scenario in here. Um... <clears throat> Is this podcast boring you to hell yet? I'm at 40, 47 minutes. So I'll, I'll I'll kill like another seven or eight minutes and then we'll call it a day. Oh, did I, who messaged me? Oh, buddy's trying to get me help him move a couch. I'll respond to that later with a solid, I'm busy. This is hard, I'm sorry. If you guys want to quit now, I get it, but I'm going to power through. I'm just trying to, oh, where's the explain, or today I learned subreddit. That's what I need. Come on, come on, come on. The Tara Lipinski thinking's popping up. I don't give a shit anymore. I'm over it. If Obama had paid off a porn star, cheated on three wives, had kids by three women, married an immigrant, had a host of campaign staffers plead guilty to federal crimes, spent a third of his time in office at resorts, Republicans would have turned the world upside down. Who gives a fuck? Just find me today I learned. That's all I want to fucking get. I'll go to the new. Whenever I'm in my truck driving home, and I'm like, okay, I'm going to drive do a podcast, I always have a million things I want to talk about, I have a million like funny little anecdotes to add and whatnot, and then by the time I get here, it's nothing, I might go to Anime North today, that might be what I do, see all those weirdos, those horny nerds, you know, it's like their Christmas down there, I used to love Anime North weekend, it was like my favorite, and then at some point I realized I never got paid to do it, and I was wrestling 45 times a day, you know, is Batgirl and Kim Possible and shit. And I was just like, yeah, you know what? Actually, you know what changed? <coughs> I've said it before, but one of the big things was when uh, me and Del Bruno wrestled as like Dragon Ball Z one time and Del Bruno broke his elbow at Anime North. And I that was one of the first times when I was like, holy shit, wrestling can actually hurt us because we were so young at the time. I still did it for like four or five more years after that. But now Steve Brown runs it and he asked me all the time. He messaged me. This morning, he's like, hey, you coming down this week? Or are you coming down this week? And crowd was super hot last night. I was like, oh, were they? In that tent outside where you're wrestling? And it's like a fucking Dutch oven in there? It's hotter than the chambers of Auschwitz? 38 degree temperatures? Were they hot? 
Yeah, I bet they were. It was probably them just exhaling from being dehydrated as the matches were happening. I'm kidding, I'm sorry. If you're enjoying yourself at Anime North, God bless you. Every year I always say I'm going to go down and just hang out with the guys. I'll stay in the hotel because I want to go in the porn theater. That's one of my things. Because like all these people, like I'm assuming, you know, again, I might be projecting. They're into this niche culture. It's not even niche anymore, but they're not very sociable in their everyday life. I'm just assuming things, you know, I'm allowed to do that. Just makes an ass out of you and me. And yeah, so like, I don't know, they're into their things. I feel like they're all very quiet, maybe a little embarrassed about what they like. And then once a year they have these comic cons or whatever, anime cons, and they get to dress up and what their tits showing, carrying around giant cardboard swords. And uh, they let all their inhibitions go type deal, you know? And supposedly in one of the hotels, there's an anime porn showing every night. And everybody goes in to watch. And every 10 minutes or something, a guy comes in and tells everyone to raise their hands. And they have to raise their hands as a sign of showing they're not jerking off. Uh, so that's exciting. I've always wanted to been there and be the one guy that only raises one hand. I'm sure I wouldn't be the one guy, actually. Uh, I just can't imagine. Watching porn with company, I don't know how I feel about that. Even like... I don't know, even bad porn, it still does, like, if I see, like, if I see a butt bouncing, even if it's on, like, uh, a midget or something, like, it doesn't matter, eventually, I'm gonna get a semi, so I don't want to be beside a bunch of people, even if we're laughing at it, Mystery Science Theater 3000 type deal, I don't know, even E-Fucked, it's all weird, but at some point, my body's just like, okay, we doing this or not? Or what are we at? 40, 51 minutes? I think I'm going to call it a day. So fi a solid 51 minutes. Hopefully you hear this at some point. Uh, if you don't, uh, from now on, just continue twittering, tweeting Matt Grant. You can tweet, you can add me to it. Just be like, hey, where's the newest podcast? At Weekly Wrestling Podcast, at Hacker Scotty, at Matthew Grant, whatever his is. You know, and just give him a reminder. Because now he'll have two in the chamber, and he probably still won't upload them. I'm um, not giving him any fault. Don't take it like that if you hear that, Matt. I appreciate you guys uploading this, because I add nothing. You know, you've never asked me for a dime. You've never done anything. And at this point, I would have been like, hey, O'Shea, go fuck yourself. So if the only tax I get is you uploading them late, it's um, more than understanding. Uh, check me out next weekend. I'm at Crossbody, I return to Crossbody Pro Wrestling, and then I am at the Smash Wrestling Northern Tournament. What will I be doing, though? Uh, I don't want to say, even though you'll probably never hear it, but it'll be good. It's exciting. And then, uh, yeah, check me out wherever, at Hacker Scotty. Uh, Steve will be on the podcast again soon. We're getting, and like I said, I legitimately have some good guests lined up. I'm just waiting for the proper time to do it. And I want to make sure when we do it, like, uh, the podcast will be uploaded quickly and whatnot. But I got some fun stuff coming up again. Uh, I really need, like, a fun, like, make sure to spade or neuter your animals. Make sure to wipe the smegma off your floppy foreskin. With that, another episode of Wrestling With Myself. Let's make like a baby and head out. Peace.